common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby. Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. We have the great acting attorney general under President Trump, Matt Whitaker. Matt, really great to have you here on Cats and Cosby. I'm glad we could finally put this together. I've been looking forward to joining you guys uh, uh, many times, and we finally were able to make it work for our schedule. So um, good to be with you and uh, celebrating the veterans today and thanking them for their service and sacrifices. Absolutely. Absolutely. Matt, thank you so much. We want to ask you also about the FBI headquarters, the move, but I, I want to ask you first um, about this big breaking news, Matt. Uh, that the FBI has seized New York City Mayor Eric Adams' electronic devices, uh, two cell phones and an iPad. It came after, you know, his key fundraiser also uh, was ve- visited very much so by the FBI earlier this week. What is it? How big of a deal is it that the FBI would go to, a, you know, a major uh, city mayor? I mean, this is the biggest city in the world. It's so high yeah. profile. And to take his devices, what does that mean, Matt? Yeah, well, it's it's probably a little early to tell, but it's certainly a big step in an investigation when you go to the possible target and take their electronic devices. You know, I, I have to just put a footnote here historically that it's uh, it seems interesting it would happen after he uh, started to, you know, take a stand against uh, Joe Biden's immigration policies. But, you know, we are promised that politics has nothing to do with the law enforcement agenda uh, in America. But, you know, sometimes these things are just... Uh, Seem awfully interesting to me. Yeah, Matt, that's I was going to ask you that. Look at the timing of this. He was taking on Joe Biden's immigration policies, critical, one of the few Democratic uh, leaders, I think, almost anywhere who's been critical of it. And now suddenly this happens. Do you believe this is maybe uh, politically driven by the White House? Yeah. We don't know yet, but obviously the you know there are limited resources that federal law enforcement has to focus their investigations. And so, you know, we're just going to have to see how significant, uh, you know, the allegations ultimately, if they're brought, come. But, you know, it is uh, still just, again, you know, if you think about how this administration, more than any other administration, seems to be very willing to go after their political enemies and opponents, um, it's it's concerning. And, you know, people talk about the two-tiered system of justice. He, he should have discussed it with the... Uh... He should have discussed it with Andrew Cuomo. I think the same thing happened to him. Not only that, John, but, you know, really, if you think about it, um, this is uh, this is such a prime example of where, uh, you know, politically uh, active people uh, that speak out and speak against this administration are, you know, are, are, are visited, you know, visited by the IRS. They're visited by the FBI. They're, you know, it's, again, it, it's just hard to know. We don't know the, all the facts behind this, but this case uh, certainly sends a message to Mr. Adams, Mayor Adams, that you might want to be careful and you might want to just keep housing all those immigrants in those hotels and keep your mouth quiet. Wow, what a sad testament uh, that is. Uh, you know, it, it's incredible, uh, but I think it's really revealing, Matt. Uh, everybody, we are talking to Matt Whitaker, the former acting U.S. Attorney General. Uh, Judge Weinberg, you have a question for him. Mr. Attorney General, it seems to me it's an interesting contrast between the speed they went after Adams with his search as opposed to what they did with uh, Hunter Biden and uh, and Jim Biden. What do you think? Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think this this Hunter Biden case, you know, we're we're now um, within a year of the next election. And as soon as 
this the Biden administration can, you know, sort of get that behind them one way or another, win or lose, then they can, you know, pardon Hunter Biden uh, um, even prospectively because, you know, that that case has moved so slowly. Statute of limitations have expired uh, on the most serious tax crimes. And you're right. They moved expeditiously uh, when they want to. But they seem to, especially in the Hunter Biden case and, and, and the Biden family, they're moving very, very slowly. And it's very troubling to me the fact that Weiss allowed the statute of limitations to run on some of the most serious yeah. charges, those would might implicate the president. Explain the Weiss's too also. Weiss Judge. was the U.S. attorney before they made him special counsel. That's very, very troubling to me. Why didn't they get a waiver of the statute of limitations? I don't understand that. I don't understand it either. Uh, and, you know, my experience as a U.S. attorney, I was a U.S. attorney for five and a half years, and uh, you under you knew when the statute of limitations were to run, and to your point, you either got the an extension of those from the target of your investigation or you brought the charges. Uh, you certainly didn't let the statute of limitations expire on the most serious case. Governor Patterson, uh, you uh, you came in after Elliot Spitzer, after they pushed him off the uh, the cliff. What say you? Well, I think he helped himself off the cliff, actually. But uh, <laughs> but nobody was it, catch him. Was it what client number nine uh, <laughs> with the black socks? Anyway, go yes. ahead. Um, I think that uh, when I first heard the discussion about uh, Adams and his opposing the administration's policy, at first I didn't think that they would go that far with him. But then I remember that actually when Adams took the position that he took, Within that week, he was kicked off the president's reelection campaign committee. So, I was just and, thinking the same and, thing. And perhaps the fact that he's never changed his position and that pres- and that Governor Hochul is now pretty much supporting his position. In other words, it's building uh, with strength and numbers that uh, something like this could happen. Uh, th- that would really be about the lowest way to attack a someone who disagrees with you and basically is dealing with a problem that you created, uh, it would really be sad if that's the case. And you know what? Also, I want to add something uh, that we haven't talked about. Look at the timing. The day that Adams was on the way to the White House to supposed to meet with Joe Biden, turned out Biden didn't meet with the other mayors. Remember, that was sort of the plan. Um, and then... Uh, then the rate of the fundraiser. Yeah, that isn't that interesting. Look at the timing. And they waited for for Adams's airplane to take off. Yeah, that he has to turn around. He finds out his fundraiser gets raided that morning. Uh, look, you're right. A lot of coincidences. We get to the point where we're talking about Clay Bertram. I'm leaving the studio. <laughs> go ahead, Matt. <laughs> well, you know, let's go back to these. Biden policies. You guys are living with it in New York, in New York City, and it is uh, ruinous. And the fact that Joe Biden, just mostly because he didn't like Donald Trump and his people didn't like Donald Trump, decided to undo all of the policies we had in place in the Trump administration to the detriment and the and the safety of the American people. Uh, and then anybody that criticizes him is not only persona non gratis, but potentially a target for criminal uh, investigation. I mean, just shows you how while, you know, the left accuses uh, Trump and others of, of wanting authoritarianism, we are seeing it play out right now in the Biden administration. And uh, Matt, before we let you go, Matt Whitaker, I want to also ask you, sorry, because this big breaking news happened about yeah. the relocation of the FBI headquarters. This has been wild uh, because, of course, Christopher Ray, uh, the current FBI director, Virginia officials, they're very concerned 
because apparently, obviously, they thought it was going there. Now there's word it's going to Maryland. They want it in Virginia. What do you know? This is an interesting story. Well, this is an issue I actually worked a lot on uh, when I was at DOJ, both as chief of staff and as acting attorney general. And it was very convenient when you had to deal with the FBI, either for them to walk across the street, uh, Pennsylvania Avenue, or for you to walk across the street. I remember several times where I, I was shuttled over to Christopher Ray's office to, you know, work on uh, some issues um, at the time. And I can't imagine putting them out in Greenbelt in Maryland, nor really, quite frankly, in Virginia. I thought the best idea was to do, you know, to keep them close to the Department of Justice. Because remember, one of the biggest challenges uh, with the FBI is, uh, you know, in, in the Trump administration was that they were nominally part of DOJ. And now, you know, they are, you know, uh, run by DOJ in the um, in by the Biden administration. I think we just have to find that happy medium where there is a chain of command uh, that works. And at the same time, that the FBI doesn't become this separate, unaccountable, unelected, you know, uh, apparatchik that, uh, you know, of law enforcement that just does its own bidding, depending on whatever the director wants, independent of, you know, the chain of command all the way to the president. All right. Thank you. Matt Whitaker, thank you so much. Thank you for everything you've done for our country. And uh, we'll catch up with you. We'd like to use you a little more often and uh, get your name out here. Yeah, we love you, Matt. Thank you. Let's do it. I love you guys. Uh, At some time, I'll come into the studio with you. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. Great. Thank you, Matt, so much. Thank you, Matt. Have a great weekend.